Hey, faith listener, welcome to season six of the Bible Explained podcast, the podcast where the Bible gets explained. So grab your cup of coffee and enjoy today's discussion from the book of Judges. Good morning, friends and faithful listeners. And hi, my name is Jen. I am the host here of the Bible Explained podcast. I am so excited that you chose to join me this morning in discussing Deborah from Judges chapter four. So now we're introduced to this guy named Barak. We're going to talk about him and Deborah and why people consider Barak to be a coward. So that's our discussion for today. So make sure to grab your cup of seven weeks coffee, because guess what? They now offer ground. So instead of buying the whole coffee beans and having to grind them yourself, you can now get seven weeks coffee ground and shipped to your door. So that is uh, something new and exciting that's going on with seven weeks. So check that out. That is linked in the description of this podcast episode. Make sure to use my code because 10% of the purchase will benefit P40 Ministries as well as another 10% benefiting pregnancy centers. All right, guys, let's go ahead and read Judges 4, 6, through 16 today. Grab your cup of seven weeks coffee and also your favorite version of the Bible. But I'll be reading out of the W.E.B. this morning. She, or Deborah, sent and called Barak, the son of Abinoam, out of Kadesh Naphtali. And she said to him, Hasn't Yahweh, the God of Israel, commanded, Go and lead the way to Mount Tabor and take with you 10,000 men of the children of Naphtali and of the children of Zebulun? I will draw to you to the river Kishon, Sisera, the captain of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his multitude, and I will deliver him into your hand. Barak said to her, If you go with me, then I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. She said, I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, the journey that you take won't be for your honor, for Yahweh will sell Sisera into a woman's hand. Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh. Barak called Zebulun and Naphtali together to Kadesh. 10,000 men followed him, and Deborah went up with him. Now Heber the Kenite had separated himself from the Kenites, even from the children of Habob, Moses' brother-in-law, and had pitched his tent as far as the oak in Zananim, which is by Kadesh. They told Sisera that Barak, the son of Abinoam, was gone up to Mount Tabor. Sisera gathered together all of his chariots, even 900 chariots of iron, and all the people who were with him, from Herosheth of the Gentiles to the river Kishon. Deborah said to Barak, Go, for this is the day in which Yahweh has delivered Sisera into your hand. Hasn't Yahweh gone out from before you? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor and 10,000 men after him. Yahweh confused Sisera, all of his chariots and all of his army with the edge of the sword before Barak. Sisera abandoned his chariot and fled away on his feet. But Barak pursued the chariots and the army to Harosheth of the Gentiles, and all the army of Sisera fell by the edge of the sword. There was not a man left. First things first, I want to apologize for my voice. I had like a mini cold the other day. I got like a really light fever. My throat just started aching. <laughs> and then I started feeling sick to my stomach because I always make myself sick to my stomach whenever I start feeling sick in the slightest little way. And so I was lying on the couch a little bit sick a couple nights ago. And uh, all of a sudden yesterday I woke up and I was like fine, basically, other than the sore throat. So the sore throat for some reason has continued a little bit, but my fever is gone. And I don't know, it's like the most mild cold I've ever had in my life. So I just wanted to apologize for my voice, if you could bear with me. 
But anyway, it says here that Deborah, you guys remember Deborah, we talked all about her on Monday. I definitely recommend going back and listening to that episode. If you haven't yet, Deborah was the first and only female judge of Israel. So it says that she sent and called for Barak, the son of Abinoam, from Naphtali. So this Barak guy was a uh, Naphtalite, and uh, she calls for him, and she tells him, Hasn't Yahweh, the God of Israel, commanded, Go and lead the way to Mount Tabor. Take a thousand men of Naphtali and Zebulun with you. I will draw to you, and I will deliver Sisera into your hand, basically, and his entire multitude. So she calls for this Barak guy, and she tells him, Look, didn't you get a prophecy from God some time ago that you were supposed to lead an army to go fight it out with Sisera? So why haven't you gone? Like, what's going on here? So she reminds him of a prophecy, and perhaps Deborah told him the prophecy from, from the beginning. It could have been. It could have been that Deborah, who was the, the prophetess and judge of Israel, was the one who told Barak originally about this promise. But Barak clearly did nothing about it because Deborah is reminding him. She's like, didn't God command you to go? So what, what are you doing here, man? And so <laughs> Barak says to her, if you go with me, then I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. Now, this statement that Barack says <laughs> has gotten him so much slack over the years uh, as a coward, a coward who needed a woman to hold his hand in battle. Now, there's so many viewpoints about this. Like you, you can read pretty much anything. You can read that Barack was actually wise to ask Deborah to go with him. You can read that uh, Barack was very stupid and that Deborah, in fact, wasn't even a legitimate judge because she was a female. I mean, there are so many viewpoints about this. And because I can't cover all of them, I'm just going to cover those two main ones and also my viewpoint, which is, as usual, neither. <laughs> okay, so the first viewpoint is that Barack was very wise to ask Deborah to go with him into battle. But I do not think that was the case. I do not think this was wise for Barack to like put his foot down and be like, no, I'm not going to go unless you go with me, Deborah. Mainly because God had called Barack to go. Barack was the one who was supposed to go and defeat Sisera. Sisera, of course, was the captain of the guard. And as we established on Monday, he had 900 chariots of iron. So he was a very, very famous notorious uh, captain of the guard who would be very hard to defeat because of all these weapons that Sisera had. And God called Barak to go. You can see that here in verse seven. Deborah says to him before Barak puts his foot down, she says, God says, I will draw to you Sisera, the captain of Jabin's army with his chariots and with his multitude, and I will deliver him into your hand. So it wasn't for Deborah to go with Barack. Barack should have gone alone. The fact that he had to be reminded to go, the fact that he had to be basically nagged to go and defeat Sisera kind of shows that Barack did show some cowardice. And uh, not just with having Deborah go with him, but the fact that he did not go alone initially, the fact that he had to be nagged to go. So Barack, I don't think it was a good thing for him to ask Deborah to go along with him. And the second viewpoint is that it was so terrible of Barack to ask Deborah to go with him because Deborah 
was not a legitimate judge. She never should have been the judge of Israel. It shows how bad Israel was because they had a woman, you know, leading Israel. And I also don't agree with that viewpoint because it does say at the beginning of Judges that God appointed all the judges. And I believe that Deborah was an appointed judge from God. I do not think that she was a illegitimate judge. She didn't have any prophecies that didn't come true. There's nothing in scripture that Deborah was a bad judge. In fact, she was, in my opinion, one of the better judges of Israel. She uh, she stayed pretty true to God the entire time. There's there's no bad stories in scripture about Deborah. So for all intents and purposes, she was, in fact, a, a pretty good judge. And I do believe that she was called by God. I do not think that she was a illegitimate judge. However, I do not think, like I said on Monday, that she is a good example for us nowadays to use as an example of a woman preacher because Deborah was not, in fact, a preacher. She was a government official. But here's what I think. Personally, if you look at the scripture and if you take all of your Western lenses off about like feminism and and whatever else you might be inserting into this passage of scripture, because you cannot insert Western culture into scripture. You just can't do it because that will cloud everything you read in scripture. And that's what a lot of people do. They 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 insert their opinions. They insert their experiences and the culture nowadays into scripture. And that's what leads to a lot of twisting of scripture. That's what leads to a lot of uh, problems with interpretation of scripture. So taking off all of our Western lenses about women and feminism and whatever else, Barack asked Deborah to go with him into battle and she was a woman. But if you look at it, I really don't think her gender was the first thing on Barack's mind. She was a prophet or a prophetess, and she was probably the most famous prophet or prophetess at the time. Barak was not trusting in God's initial prophecy to him in verse six and seven that said that Barak, if he went into battle against Sisera, that he would be able to defeat Sisera. He wasn't trusting in that prophecy from God. So he wanted a prophet to go with him into battle to uh, relay God's messages as they came to him. But God did not tell Barak to do that. And unfortunately, Barak was like really resolute in this. He basically said, I am going to disobey God unless I have a prophetess come with me. But I think the fact that Deborah was a female is very problematic because women were not supposed to go to battle. God never called women to go into battle. If you look at numbers where we talked about all the different Israeli tribes, every single warrior was a man. God never called women to go into battle. And so the fact that Barak was basically going to disobey God unless Deborah, who was a prophetess and also a woman, go with him into battle, I think was a problem. I think <laughs> was a serious problem. He wasn't thinking about Deborah, how she's a female, how she shouldn't be going to battle, and how she was a wife. You know, it says here she was the wife of uh, the wife of Lapidoth. Maybe she was a mother too. We don't know. It doesn't say that she had children or not. And she was also a judge. She had a very important job that she had to do. 
And so Barack was like, I am willing to send a woman to war with me just so I can have her gift of prophecy. And this was not the role God placed on Deborah. Barack was the one who was supposed to be the military leader. And military leaders are supposed to protect women and children, not make them go to war with them. (laughs) And you can see that this wasn't Deborah's role because every single other judge that we're going to read about, except for Deborah, was a military leader. Deborah was the only one who was not a warrior. So what does that tell you? Deborah was not supposed to go to war because she was a female. And Barack wanted her to go to war. And I believe that is why Barack gets punished here. She says in verse nine, I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, the journey that you take won't be for your honor, for Yahweh will sell Sisera into into a woman's hand. Now, I do think that it is important to note that Barack was not going to have the honor given to him for this military defeat. But in fact, a woman was going to have the honor. And we're going to talk more about that on on Friday. Barack, because he was unwilling to listen to God the first time and the fact that he wasn't thinking about how Deborah, Deborah's role was never supposed to be battle. I think that is personally why Barack uh, gets the the honor of this uh, military battle taken away from him and given to a woman. So Deborah tells him this. She says, because you're willing to have women go into battle, a woman is going to take the glory away from you. So Deborah rose and went with Barak to Kadesh. Now, Deborah, I should mention, she didn't fight. She just kind of stood there, I think, with Barak and rode with him. But one way or the other, she didn't need to go. (laughs) She didn't need to go at all. And you can see here that Deborah went up with him. 10,000 men followed Barak. And in verse 14, Deborah said to Barak, go, for this is the day in which Yahweh has delivered Sisera into your hand. Hasn't Yahweh gone out from before you? So Barak definitely struggled, I think, with faith in God. Now, you guys might say, well, you know, Barak is mentioned as one of the, the heroes of the faith in the Hall of Faith in Hebrews 11. And if you look at that, yeah, his name is mentioned. Here's what it says in Hebrews 11, verse 32 through 34. It says, what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, and Jephthah, about David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of flames, escaped the edge of the sword, and it continues on. So Barak's name is in fact mentioned here in Hebrews as a person who showed faith. But Jesus says that he can work with any amount of faith. (laughs) He can work with faith the size of a grain of mustard seed. And Barak, very clearly, if you read this story, did not have a lot of faith. He did have some faith. And through that little mustard seed of faith that Barak had, Barak was able to go up to battle Now, of course, he did some things wrong. He didn't obey God the first time. He didn't have faith in God's initial promise to him. And uh, he expected Deborah to go with him so he could have more prophecy along the way without trusting the initial prophecy. And he, he asked a woman to go into battle with him. So he certainly had his shortcomings, but 
Hebrews mentions that Barak did in fact have faith that God was willing to work with. And it just shows how loving and caring God really is. And he's able to work with just a little mustard seed of faith. And Barak had that much. So once again, what this really boils down to, even though people like to talk about Deborah and how she's a female girl boss, it's not about Deborah. This entire passage is showing how God was willing to work with a backslidden Israel to help them get back on their feet. He was willing to work with Deborah to bring prophecy through Deborah to help Barak go to war and to also help Israel have a judge. And he was willing to work with Barak, who was fearful and only had a little mustard seed of faith to bring Israel back to its former glory. So this is a story of how God works with people and he works with not ideal situations sometimes because of his love and mercy for his people. Well, are you in a situation that is not super ideal? The fact of the matter is God can work through it. And if you have that little mustard seed of faith that we talked about today, perhaps you'll start to see God working in unique ways in your life. But faithful listeners, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it possibly made you think about some stuff, made you think a little bit differently about this story in scripture that always gets twisted to some sort of narrative or another. But faithful listeners, I hope to see you again tomorrow. We're going to be discussing the book of Acts. So I'll see you guys over there tomorrow. Happy listening and God bless.